Hello and welcome to Robin and Stephanie's Crimeaholics podcast. As we said last week, this week we were doing I Just Killed My Dad that was on Netflix. So say hi to everyone, Steph. Hola. <laughs> oh, you're Spanish now? Yeah, today. Nice. Why is it Cinco de Mayo? No. Oh. I wish. <laughs> Give me a reason to drink. <laughs> okay, so... We both watched this, and uh, for those who didn't, it's about a 17-year-old boy that ends up shooting his father. That's the general idea of it, but it's got lots of twists and turns. Right. You want to give some info, Steph? Yeah, sure. So... Basically, it starts out um, about this boy. His name was Anthony. Um, people called him AJ. Um, he wound up shooting his father one night. And um, basically what had happened was his father was very controlling. Um, we later find out why. But his father was um, very controlling and happened to be going through his phone that night and found, I guess, some things and. AJ got mad and wanted to, you know, wanted his phone back or whatever. And he wound up getting his gun and basically shooting his dad. So from there, the story kind of goes on and we kind of figure out why Anthony was the way he was and what pushed him to the point to kill his father. Okay, so let's back it up. Mm -hmm. The night that he killed his father, he shot him and... The 911 phone call is in the show, the docu-series, whatever okay. you want to call it. And he's just very nonchalant about it. Like, yeah, um, I just killed my dad. Yeah, yeah. Um, I shot him. Um, I think he's dead. Like, I don't know. Well, like, I he was talking he about really cutting someone's grass. I don't know if he really knew that he was dead at that point. Because I think at one point he said, I don't know if he's dead. Yeah, so, like, he wasn't upset. He, you know, wasn't remorseful. He said nothing about anything besides that he killed him. Like, he didn't say abuse or anything. So well, no, I mean, really... at that point, he didn't. Um, I mean, he even stood outside and waited for the police to get there outside the house so they knew what has to go to because they were in a neighborhood where stuff like that didn't really happen. You know what I mean? So to dig a little deeper, um, his father had a tracking device on his phone and he had numerous cameras around the house to keep track of him. And the night that he killed him, I think his dad was mad that he was still texting his stepmom who Correct. had moved out already with her son. Yeah. So she took her son and moved out. So I don't know if the cameras were so much just to track AJ, but I think it was him to keep track of everyone that came in and out of that house. Cause I feel like from the things that we find out later that he was very controlling of all parties in the house. Okay. So they take this kid to the police station. He talks about it. The 
interviewing cop even asked him, are you being abused? Was there any abuse? And he said, no. Right. So I don't know. This one threw me for a loop because I was pretty split about my opinion. So let's dig into some of the things this show ended up revealing that had us scratching our head. Right. So basically when the, when he was arrested the night of the murder, or when he was brought in for questioning, I should say, um, the night of the murder, he did not know his birthday. He didn't know his address or his phone number. He had never been to school. He knew basically nothing and had been isolated his whole entire life. Which was very sad. Mm-hmm. But... He still was not saying anything about any kind of abuse. So that by itself, like really throws me off on what the rest of the show revealed. So they started digging into this kid's history and they find out that He was kidnapped. So the dad kidnapped him from the birth mother. But AJ will tell you that his dad told him that his mom was a loser drug addict and she wanted nothing to do with him. Right. When in reality, he stole her. So let's dig into that portion of it. Okay. So... Um, from basically what it it says in the, his birth mother was abused by this man as well. Um, pretty badly from what they say. Um, yeah, they her mother had, and like, her missing both, hair. Like she was almost bald yeah, and like, pulling her hair had a, Right. Which I think was the last time that he had beat her when she decided to leave. But, um, but he had a history of being in, a, in jail for assault was had a history of alcoholism, a history of drug use, um, everything like that. So he um, abused the birth mother. When she finally left him, um, she took Anthony with her. Um, and she was awarded full custody. Right. She was awarded full custody and she in had gone to Baton Rouge, right? No, Texas. And then he moved to Louisiana. And then he got full custody of Anthony in Louisiana because no Texas records were brought up. So he Texas and Louisiana didn't know about each other's cases against each other. Right. So then he went down to Texas with the cops, showed them. Well, he hired a PI to locate her and find Anthony. Um, And apparently there was record that the PI had surveyed her house for three days. And then the police, she happened to be away and her mother was there with Anthony and the police showed up and took AJ away from the grandmother. Yes. At the mother's home or whatever. And the grandmother was clearly still upset about that. Yeah. So she blames herself. He took Anthony when he was what, five? Yeah, I want to say he was around five. And they don't end up seeing him again until he was 18. Yep. So when he met. The wife that he was splitting up with right before he died, 
murdered, whatever you want to call it. He met her when Anthony was like eight. And she also had a kid, but her kid went to school and was allowed outside to play and have friends. And she questioned Anthony's father. Why he wasn't in school. Yeah. Like why, why isn't he in school? You know, how come he's not allowed out to play or whatever? And he was just very adamant on no, but he wasn't homeschooling them either. Well, right, and that's what he told everybody, though, that he was homeschooling Anthony, when in reality, he wasn't. And I seem to think if you homeschool a kid, you still have to take state testing to make sure they're on blah, blah, oh, yeah, level. you do. So they're on the right level, correct. So how did they avoid all that? Well, he, there was no record of the child in that state. And there was, he had never seen a doctor in those right. 15 years, he right. had never been to school. He was never registered in a school. He was never registered for homeschooling. Mm-hmm. But that stepmother comes on and she's interviewed and she said that, you know, she taught him his alphabet, addition, right. She was doing things with him to help him learn things. But, and that wasn't until he was 11. Right. Like... You don't know your alphabet at 11? But he didn't have to go anywhere to know that kind of stuff, though. You know what I mean? Like, if he was being kept in the house, he wasn't allowed to play outside. He wasn't allowed to go here. He wasn't allowed to go there. Like, I'm actually surprised his father let him get a job. Yeah, but... At some point. Her son was a a couple years younger than Anthony, right? I think they're the same age or a couple years younger, yeah. Yeah. But you think he would have learned stuff off of him? I mean, you would think, but you don't know how often he was there either because he had his own father, you know what I mean? So it might not have been where she had, you know, he might not have been there 24-7, you know what I mean? He might have only been there like every other weekend or whatever. But I mean, he did obviously spend time there because he talks about, you know, when Bert, who was the father, would get mad. He would throw things at them and stuff like that. So he did, you know, say something about how he was abusive and controlling. Yeah, but what threw me off is when he was being interviewed by the police, he was directly asked about abuse and he said no. Well, maybe, I mean, so let's just like keep in mind that he was 16, 17 on a third or fourth grade level. So maybe he thought the detective was asking him if he was abused that night. Maybe he didn't realize or comprehend that he was being asked prior. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know with a, a child who doesn't comprehend or understand how the world works or certain things that maybe he just didn't know how to answer the question i don't know i know you're torn on it so i don't know yeah so like that that like i don't understand um and even when they're interviewing him he you can just tell that you know he's slower than the average guy right but i didn't see the ending i didn't see that coming What, him getting off? Yeah. Why didn't you? So, 
There was. I mean, there was no evidence of physical abuse ever with exactly. Anthony. Exactly. Um, but I guess maybe because maybe there was testimony from other, like, like the one woman said everyone had to always walk on eggshells around him, around Bert, because they didn't want to set him off or, you know what I mean? And he had to have com- complete control at all times. But so I guess back, maybe they took that into consideration. If you go back to the murder, there was two guns and AJ was in Bert's bedroom when he shot him, like, why, why were you in that bedroom and not your own bedroom? And it did. No, I think he was in his own bedroom and Bert was in there with his phone, like had picked up his phone and was in. And when Anthony woke up, his dad was sitting there with his phone. I think Uh, he was in his own bed. And they did show that he was uh, breaking down the door to get in after him. Right. But so that's what I'm thinking. I think he was in his own room. Why was there two guns? Mm. But then also, too, apparently, so, like, Teresa had left because she had, the stepmom, had got tired of the abuse. She left with her son, and I guess Bert started drinking more when that happened. Like, he was very depressed and upset that she had left or whatever the case may be. Yeah, they're always depressed um, when you leave. Come on. <laughs> But I don't know. I was spinning in different directions with this show. And it's from the maker that did the other one. What? The Girl in a Window or something like that? Yeah, I think so. And so Bert did allow AJ to get a job. Correct. And one of the girls that he worked with... uh, was interviewed and she said that, you know, he didn't know what a high five was. He didn't know, you know, his address. Uh, He didn't know family members. Like he he couldn't list any family members that he had other than his dad. Yeah. He was like totally clueless. And he was 17 at that point, 16 or 17, 17, I think. His dad had actually completed the application form, and that's when she said she went back and looked at it after it came out that, you know, Bert had got murdered and, you know, AJ was the suspect or, you know, whatever. Um, But she went back and looked at his application, and the father had typed it up and put Kaplan School, which was like online courses. Yeah. Did you see that part? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I... I don't know. I'm so then they said that you know all these people came forward and said what a controlling asshole the father was. Um, and so the whole 911 call just threw me off how he was like, Yeah, mm, I just shot my dad. Yeah, I think he's dead. I don't know. But they said that's because of all the abuse that he really had no emotions. Right. Which would make sense. I guess, but I don't know that I've ever really heard of that before. Like, you have no emotions at all. There's no happy. There's no sad. There's no tears. There's excitement. You're just... But maybe he didn't even know it. He he might not even have known, like what those emotions 
would be like. You know what I mean? Like if you're not around people and you're isolated and but like you're not interacting with people your own age, like you don't know. I mean, no, I get you know like certain things, but I, I don't know. The yeah, stepmother right, seemed pretty normal or somewhat normal. Somewhat normal. Let's not say pretty normal. So, somewhat. Let's go into the birth mom only because this just oh, decorates this picture that much better. Oh my so, god, stop. Be birth, nice. <laughs> I can't. You know I can't. The birth mother obviously had a rough paper route. Right. To put it nicely. She lives in this nasty ass trailer that the whole outside of it is overgrown. Like she was walking you through the yard. This is where he used to play. And I'm like, she never cut the grass since. Stop. Like, it wasn't that bad. It was that bad. Did you see that damn yard? The trash in it, the junk in it. Like, and he did end up having a sister that right. he sort of remembered, but didn't. He s said he had no memories of his mother or the grandmother, but how does he remember the sister? Well, I, maybe he blocked out the mom and the grandmom because maybe he blamed them for their fa his father taking him. So the grandmom, I liked... You know, she was... I really think she felt bad. Like, yeah. she's felt bad all these years. She was very teary-eyed. Uh, the mom was at points, too, and she was saying, you know, that she didn't want to push a relationship on him. She just wants to be his friend. And, you know, that's what she's saying. One minute, the next minute, they're all talking about how they were all abused and, you know, it's just a cycle. And, again, yeah. I I fully understand that. Been there, done that. Right. It is a cycle. Somebody has to break it. And she looks like she continued on in that life. Because she, she looked like she had a really rough paper route. That's only mm -hmm. my opinion. <laughs> and we all know I have them. But that whole, every time they went to that trailer, I was just like, oh, God, here we go well, again. And I kind of felt bad because I feel like, so she did also talk about because, like, she spent a lot of money to, like, fight for custody. Like, you know, that cost her money to do that, to try to get custody of him and, and for him to just be taken away. Like, they didn't have money like that. And Bert had a really good job and had money. So she couldn't even attempt to try to locate him or continue to fight for custody because she couldn't afford it. Right. Basically. When, when you go from state to state, right. it's much more expensive. Right. So, like, I feel like she knew where he, kind of in the about where he was, maybe not necessarily, you know, she knew he was in Louisiana. Yeah, so I feel as though like, she knew Bert had him, obviously. And she knew mm -hmm. what state he was in or whatever, but there wasn't really much more that she can do because the state that child was in, he had custody. Right. So Texas court doesn't trump, you know, another court. Well, they didn't talk to each other. Like they weren't states that talked to each other. So Texas didn't know about Louisiana and Louisiana didn't know about Texas. And he basically went to Louisiana and basically 
just portrayed to the court that she was an unfit drug abusing mother Psycho. and he needed a, right psych and was crazy and so they uh, automatically granted him custody without knowing that she had a restraining order and the abuse allegations from texas you but know what i mean why couldn't they pull his records well because i don't think he was was he ever oh no he was arrested yeah, for he, was arrested. he was in jail for abuse right yeah Right. So I don't understand why uh, Louisiana didn't pull that. But whatever state the kid resides in, that's the state you have to fight in. So right. she looked like, you know, she was lucky if she had electric and water at the same time. So she's right. not affording to go and have this huge court battle that can last years. But she did seem very genuine, you know, that she missed and loved him and whatever. I, I don't know. It just, I don't know. You can't make this shit up. Yeah, I know. But it's crazy. So the other show, The Girl in the Window, so it's the same maker or whatever that did that show. And that one had twists and turns everywhere. But so he did end up getting off. So they hired uh Well they did okay, so let's hold on. He I mean he got off, but he basically was like I mean I think he did plead no contest to negligent homicide. And then he was released and given a sentence of five years of supervised probation with credit for time he had already served. Yeah, so I say he got off because he didn't have to, he didn't have a jail sentence. So he right. didn't get off scot-free, but he got a friggin' ankle bracelet. But it really was twisty, turny. Um, you know, you were on the edge of your seat. So that part of it was good. But I was more thrown by how he has no emotions at all. I was very entertained about the trailer park. <laughs> well, he did show emotion at the end when they were interviewing him now. Okay, so how all of a sudden you get emotions? Well, because, I mean, obviously he's probably going through some kind of therapy and maybe it's brought all of that to the forefront. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. But, I mean, he did, he definitely had a lot more emotion at the end of the show when they were interviewing him now versus is when he was being interviewed by the detective. Definitely. Yeah, and I feel as though that that stepmom was good for him or helped, you know, him. But I'm sorry, if I see a man physically, verbally abusing a, a child, I'm stepping in. So how did all this uh, abuse to her and him, like... Which I, I guess is maybe some of the reason why they got off is, you know, he got off because it goes back to that, you know, I think in one of the other podcasts we did some kind of syn syndrome from, you know, abuse or whatever. Yeah, so the the mom, oh my God, the birth mom, she cracked me up. She really did. Like, if you're going to watch it for no other reason, you have to watch it to see the birth mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy but I, I mean apparently he's still very close with um his attorney that helped him basically you know get away with no jail time um 
Yeah, so the attorney was abused, and so he took his case pro bono, right? Right, oh. yes. And he's very close with him. Like, there's pictures on Instagram with that guy. Um, they all watched the show together on Netflix, apparently. Um, so he had a lot of support while they were watching that. Um, you know, and Anthony is on probation, um, and he's, you know, reconnected with his mom and, you know, her side of the family. Um so when did it go down that he's still on probation? Well, you figure when was this? This um, it happened in what two thousand? Was it nineteen or something? I don't remember. It wasn't that long ago, so he's still on probation. Okay. Um. So it's been less than five years, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Um. Yeah, he. I think he's definitely still on probation because it says. Um, and he didn't even remember his birthday. Right. Well, cause I mean, he probably never knew it because his dad kidnapped him when he was five and never, they never, he never celebrated a birthday. Yeah. When they asked him when his birthday was, he said, well, I think I was born in Oh uh, one or Oh two. Right. Like you don't have a month, a day, or you don't even have a year. Hmm. That's so bad. apparently he's doing really well at this point. Um, the, his attorney said that he's doing great and living a peaceful life. He's working full time, finishing his GAD, being exemplary in his duty to the court and probation and doing regular counseling when he can manage the time and resources. As part of his sentence, he's required to obtain a high school diploma, attend counseling and either find a job or go to school full time. He's if he's able to do those things while staying out of trouble, his criminal record could eventually be expunged or wiped clean. Yeah, that's what they said, that he can have it expunged when he's done. Right. So, it's crazy. It is. It's, like, really crazy. But, I don't know. I'm still... I mean, it's almost kind of like the Gypsy Rose, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, her mom did all this stuff to her and she wound up killing her and craziness. <laughs> yeah. But so I was really torn. I wasn't too thrilled about the whole show because at first I was like, yeah, killed kid kills parent kid gets away with it. Um, but with the whole thing of him being kidnapped, because you don't know that off the bat. So off the bat, right. you're seeing kid killed parent, uh, kids trying to get away with it. And it wasn't right. until they were peeling that onion and just finding more and more shit. But why does it take a death for them to find this kid? So the mom said that she had been to Louisiana to look for the kid, file paperwork or whatever. Why couldn't someone do their job and find the kid? Well, I think, again, it comes down to she didn't have the resources because from what I remember, she went there and she got Anthony back with court orders. But then he turned around and hired a PI, you know what I mean, who surveillance her for three days and was able to go file court papers to prove that she was crazy. 
Right, but went over the case maybe and got him back, and then she just didn't have, I don't think, the funds or the resources to be able to go get him back. Like she knew where he was. But she said that she did go to Louisiana um to find him and file paperwork and she couldn't do it all because she had ran out of money. So what I'm saying is if she uh, filed the first piece of friggin' paperwork, why didn't anyone look into it? Why does this kid have to kill somebody for somebody to find him? Well, because the state and the system for the welfare of children sucks basically yeah. in any state. <laughs> Especially the friggin' state that doesn't even look into his background before they give him right. custody of a kid. All right. So A, you didn't look for previous records to see if someone else had custody. B, you're not looking at the fact that he went to jail for abusing women, that he's a drug addict. Like right. you just hand over a kid. So what happened to in the best interest of the kid. Yeah, I agree. Like, I don't understand how he got away with that either because he did serve jail time for assault and, you know, abuse and things like that. So how, how would you hand a kid over to someone like that? Yeah. I totally agree with that. Yeah. So that just proves there's two more States that don't know what the, the right hand <laughs> don't know what the left hand's doing. Exactly. Exactly. And again, here's another damaged kid that falls through the cracks. Mm-hmm. It's it's sad. It's ridiculous. Like this is nobody's job. People don't take their job seriously, and I don't understand how they can. And you if know. if you're a realist, you understand that everybody is overworked and underpaid. Nobody is walking around saying, you know, I could really live on less money. We all want more. We all think right. we're worth more. Like, so I don't want to hear that you're overworked and underpaid because we all are. I don't know that. I also come back to the thing, too, that, like, if it was me and my kids, I don't know. I'd find a way. Oh. Like, if, you know what I mean? If you wanted him back that bad. Yeah. You would have found a way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whether I slept in my car for a week or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I would have found a way. Yeah. I would have found a way. Especially knowing how abusive he was. Exactly. I would be worried and scared for my children. So nowhere did it say that he was abusive to AJ as a child. It it just said her. It didn't really say him. But you, well, he was more verbally abusive, I think. To, to a five-year-old? Well, I mean, it's. Yeah, because I think there was talk in the movie, if I'm not mistaken. Well, well, oh, the stepson even said he was verbally abusive to him. Like, he would call him fat, and he was a loser, and he wasn't ever going to yeah. amount to anything. So he was verbally abusive, as well as being mentally abusive because of the control. But I don't think the mom thought that he would be abusive to the child, but... If but why wouldn't you think that? Exactly. I mean, if he's that abusive to you, like if, if that little baby five year old pisses him off and he's been drinking, he's gonna be abusive. Now, sometimes, you know, I've been there, done that. Sometimes yeah. it doesn't go down to the kids. But I'm gonna say once the punching bag leaves, it it trickles down. Right. But 
me, like you, like a mama bear, there's no way in hell that would have happened in my world. I would have went to jail. I would have been six foot under before anyone got my kids. Wouldn't happen. And if he would have got my kid and ran out of state, I'd have ran out of state and stole that kid right back. Uh-huh. And I can run out of country real quick. Right. So, I mean, but she was poor. You could clearly see she was poor. She was I mean, poor. Obviously. She was abused. But I don't even think, regardless of how poor you are, like, she was saying, like, I, I mean, trust me, I'm not the wealthiest of women, you know what I mean? But, and, you know, I think I would have found a way, like, yeah, but I don't know. Was- she was a burger short of Happy Meal. So I don't even know that she's even capable of that. Did they have burglars steal one? <laughs> she only got fries in that box. and got no burgers. No protein. <laughs> no prize. She's got no prize. Yeah. But yeah, you could clearly see that she wasn't all there. I don't know if it's from the drug she did, the abuse, just... Living in the sticks, I I don't know. But, yeah, I feel as though she she could have done more, you know. Well, I mean, it's not say that she spent years searching in vain for her son. Um, she went to Baton Rouge where he had relatives and put up missing posters in hopes that someone would see him. But he never took him anywhere, so. Mm. Yeah, but that's not going to do shit. I mean, come on. Any woman in the world is better than the FBI. When a woman wants to find out the truth, she will find out the truth. So your, my kid's missing poster isn't going to do shit. Sit in your car. Study. You know what I mean? Look around. Like, don't look in schools because you know he didn't enroll them. But he, he went to Louisiana. Didn't he have family there? Bird had family there, yeah, but I don't yeah. think he had contact with his family. But that's what that's what the um, the birth mom said. She went to where she knew he had family and put up missing posters, you know. But by the time he was fourteen or fifteen, obviously, like you don't know what he's going to look like at that point. You know what I mean? And I don't know. I honestly don't. I don't know. I feel like he was just so. I don't even know the word I'm looking for, but because at one point he did say, I didn't want to kill him. I didn't want to kill him. Like, I don't know if he was able to comprehend the consequences of his actions. And that could kind of be thing. true. You know, and because it, of his intelligence factor, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe he didn't realize that. It was forever. Like if you right, like this. If you do this, this is what the consequence of your action is going to be. I don't. I don't. Yeah, because think he, he really knew or realized that because he wasn't allowed to watch. Like he never watched TV. Like they didn't have a TV in their house, so it's not like he would have learned that from TV. He wasn't in school. He wasn't allowed to be around people. You know what I mean? Like he did say that he thought the police were just going to ask him questions and he could go home. Right, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think he realized or comprehended what the consequences of his actions were going to be. Like, he obviously, yeah, he clearly said that. Like, oh, they're just going to ask me some questions and I'm going to get to go home. Yeah. Like, he basically said, I just wanted them to remove me from that house. That's what he said. I just wanted them to take me away from that house. Yeah, and it it is a lot like uh, that gypsy story. 
mm-hmm. to where uh, the boyfriend, what was his name, John? I don't remember his name. Um, he thought the same thing. They were just going to ask me questions and send me home. And, right. and the the other famous one that I love, the pieces, Making of a Murderer. I see, I never saw that one. Get the hell out of here. No, serious. It was bigger than hell on Netflix a couple years ago. I know, but I was watching other things at that point. Girl, you need to watch that shit. Girl, stop. So that boy um, that they uh, charged uh, was a teenager and, I don't know, had an IQ of a second grader. And that's what he thought. He said, oh, they're just, if I admit to it, they're going to let me go home. And that's why his ass is still sitting in jail. Mm. But I I guess because it's just unimaginable to me that somebody could steal my kid. And it's unimaginable to me that a kid can be secluded that much that they don't even know their birthday. That I had such a hard time with this docuseries. (laughs) I mean, I guess because we don't know anyone like that. I mean, it's yeah. just, I mean, it seems unfathomable, but I mean, we're hearing more and more as we're coming across things that, you know, or, you know, um, yeah, these series that are coming out that it's, it's probably more prevalent than we'd like to admit in this world, unfortunately. Yeah, especially since we started this podcast, mm-hmm. you know, it, it opens up your eyes on right. the shit that goes on. I never, you know, imagined in my life that all these state child protection agencies don't protect a child. I never right. thought that a court would give an abuser a child. And not look into their history like nobody does. I mean, how good is the court system, really? Exactly. Let's be honest. But I used to think the other way. Well, well, if the court accused him, well, if the court found him guilty, then he's guilty. Yeah, but I mean, I'm saying how how much does the court really protect someone? Not at all. Right. Because how many women file file restraining orders and they still wind up dead? Like, it's just a piece of paper. And she had a restraining order, and he got custody of the kid. Right. Exactly. Because two states didn't talk to each other. Yeah. And one state didn't do their due diligence before they handed over a kid to somebody. And nobody did their homework. Nobody did their research. I mean, there's uh, computers that all that information is at your fingertips. So it's unexcusable to me. Right. So because it's not like this was, you know, it's not like this was uh, something that happened, like, you know, long time ago before Google, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like it's just, but, I don't know. Since we've been doing this, I have a lot of views that were in my head that have been blown out the water. Mm-hmm. I agree. And it's really sad that these systems. Uh, it's with, sad and scary. Yeah. Like time. even that, that one with your girlfriend that was working for Jersey Dyfus. Who knew that? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, did you ever read that book? Did I ever let you read that book? I bought the book off of Amazon. Oh, that's, yeah, okay, yeah. I wonder, we that was get, crazy. We should get her to do a podcast with us. She might, I don't know. I'd have to ask her. Yeah, she's she's allowed to talk about it, right? 
Um, I would have to find out. I mean, I think she wrote the book, so I feel like she probably is at this point. I just don't know if she would want to. Um, that was a really, really um, traumatic time for her. Like, she... Yeah. When all that was going on, like, she couldn't talk about it. And you could clearly see that, you know, she was upset and everything. But, um, so I don't know if she'd want to, you know, bring all that back up. Yeah, and I sort of wanted to do that when I was younger. Um, but I'm, I'm glad I didn't because, like her, you get too vested in these kids. Right. Yep. All right, I mean, well, we could maybe um, read, well, we've both read the book, but we could maybe read it again and maybe just talk about that at one point, but, at, yeah, you know, on a later date or that, something. That's, that was a really eye-opener, and that was That was book. a tearjerker. Yeah. <laughs> well, any final words? No, not tonight. Yeah, so I guess we'll end this, and... Uh, We'll figure out what we're going to do next week. And mm -hmm. if you have any comments or questions or any cases you'd like us to cover, you can find us on the socials, uh, Facebook and Instagram at Robin and Stephanie's Crimeaholics Podcast. We would love to hear from you. Uh, follow us on your favorite uh, podcast listening. And... Mm -hmm. Until next week, peace out. Have a good night.